Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. All right, welcome back to another show, DrivewayBeersPodcast.com. Go on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, apparently... No one goes on any of those. They just go on Apple Podcasts. So if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, congratulations. You're one of like the 85%. I listen on Spotify. Me too. Right? I used to listen on Google Podcasts, but apparently I was the only one. So um, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, share, comment, send us a message, whatever you want. Uh, We try to respond to everybody. Uh, If we haven't gotten back to you, we apologize for that. Uh, We will soon, though. Um. What's new this week, huh? Anything new? Uh, what was I going to say? There is a friend of the show, at least a friend of mine. I don't think I don't know if you guys have met. Although he played in uh, our FanDuel uh, daily fantasy league. This see, year. I didn't. I I don't do FanDuel because I lose too much. So that's a, so when we do it, it's the it's the fifty dollar one time buy in. Yeah, I know, and, and that lasts the whole season. And I lose every week, so I just I did it one season, and then. Yeah, I have a hard enough time setting a lineup on my regular fantasy team. I, I I swear to God, this year I didn't I didn't win one week on that and that stupid seventeen week challenge. I won zero of them. I didn't come first, second, or third. Luckily, my wife did. That was a fun conversation. <laughs> hey there, wife. Oh, you beat me at fantasy football. Oh, I still have my manhood. <laughs> so you know, kept that intact. Anyway, uh, anyway, so Luke Dubois and and his friend uh, Zaw Ma. Uh, have a new podcast called A Therapist, A Buddhist, and You. Um, Luke is the therapist. Uh, I, I believe Zama is the Buddhist of the two. Uh, they talk about health, uh, mental health and, and wellness, which we've talked about before on this podcast a couple of times. Um, if you're if you're looking for just good insights, I mean, I, I listened to their, they put out their first three shows today or yesterday. I listened to all three. They was real interesting. They're only forty minute shows. Um, the Buddhist part of it was a different perspective on life, which I don't have, but it was still interesting for me to listen to it. Uh, so if you got a minute, if you got forty five minutes, go check out their first three episodes. I listened to it on Spotify. It's called A Therapist, A Buddhist, and You. And by the way, if you're on Spotify and you're listening to podcasts, go ahead and click the follow button for us too. Follow us, follow them, give some uh, small-time creators a little bit of love in that regard. Um, as we mentioned in the last podcast, we, we're, we're starting the new currency. Is you know, You're, you're going to pay us for this content by clicking the subscribe button or the follow button. That's all we ask for. You click the subscribe button, you click the follow button, and you can listen to our entire catalog of shows. That's our contract. That's our handshake agreement between us and you as the listener. And I think everyone wins in that deal. So, uh, a therapist, a Buddhist, and you. Uh, I believe their website is uh, recoverycollective.com. I think that's Luke's uh, business site. Uh, again, he's a therapist, an excellent therapist. Uh, if you're needing some uh, some help with your, your upstairs department. Um, now, they're... We're going to talk about some people that definitely definitely need some help in their upstairs department <laughs> because these people are they this seems stupid as shit to me. <laughs> and somehow Dana White got this approved 
or sanctioned through the Nevada Athletic Commission. And this this atrocity of a sporting event is called Power Slap. (laughs) Now, before we get into this, we are going to test out a whiskey tonight. Uh, We got three in front of us. We got Knob Creek 9, which we had the last two weeks. We We didn't pull it out, though. Krishan is with us. Uh, Chris, you might remember Krishan from a couple of our beer episodes. Uh, a me- we did mental health with you too, didn't we? Or yeah, me- or I think parenting? we did parenting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we also, you were also on the After Dark episode, which no one has looked at at YouTube. Really? Yeah, zero views. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I, we don't have too many with zero, but that's one of them for whatever reason. Which I think they're missing out. That yeah, might be one the of the title. best ones. Yeah, the After Dark, right? And maybe they, no, with the title, maybe they thought it was like porn. Seriously, no, because the one. But then they'd be like, "Ooh, let me look at this." Remember the the adult our adult hobbies one is still our most popular episode. Yeah, I should have labeled it Adult Hobbies After Dark. Maybe I might have to go back and rename it. (laughs) Watch it, watch it go to like a thousand views on YouTube. Yeah, like well, (laughs) now we know what we got to do. I got. I should upgrade the thumbnails too. Just make it like a a lady with you know big chest. No, just make it all blurred out. Yeah. What do you mean? Pixelate it. Yeah. But like pixelate they do the on lady? Reddit. P- pixelate the, the lady with pixelated. So it looks like it's like inappropriate to see. And then people are like, ooh, what's this? Why not? It'd be like some, it'd be some random photo with the chest hanging out. Everyone's going to click on that. Yeah, or you make it blurred out so they can kind of, I think that's a tip. Well, you I'm mean, not sure. <laughs> so you're talking like 80s cinema, 80s Skinamax. Trying to look through the wavy line. Yeah, when All you right. didn't have the channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let the curiosity kill the cat. Yeah. Right, I got you. All right, maybe I will. Maybe right. I'll see if I can get my artwork skills up. Like everyone wants to look at the forbidden fruit and it's just <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone, everyone else is doing clickbait on this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, all right, side note here. Apparently, everyone, a lot of these big like creators... They're paying for their views for fuck's sake, mm. which it skews the ad revenue a ton. Because if we're sitting here with 500 listens to a thousand listens per show, but they're getting like a million or two, but they're paying for 800,000 of those. Yeah. And they're only charging like a thousand dollars for an ad buy. Well, someone's really getting a thousand dollars for 200,000 views. Meanwhile, because we're only sh- we're actually we're the dummies showing our real listener base, we can only ask for like twenty thirty bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, so the Daily Wire is who I'm calling out here. Oh, they they do this crap. They they basically pay Facebook for listens, and like so, someone pulled receipts on good old Ben Shapiro, mm. and it was like. I think they gave Facebook twelve million dollars in, in, well, in that whole in ad revenue. Well, that I purchases. think I think they kind of got blown up a little bit with that whole uh, Stephen Crowder thing. Too. Oh yeah, they did. Um, Do you see the contract they sent him? Yeah, right, I'm sorry, not the offer sheet. Yeah, they, they're trying to defend it by saying, "Well, it wasn't a contract; it was an offer sheet." Yeah. Well, your offer sheet was straight garbage for that dude. Did we talk about this last episode? Or not? I don't think we we didn't get too deep into yeah. it, just because I mean it's uh, the audience for that is like. It's all just the conservative sphere, and right. it's, it's like that gossipy bullshit. But yeah. they well, they essentially sent him a contract that said, "Hey, look, if you get if you're demonetized off of YouTube, the contract gets decreased by twenty five percent." Yeah, the dude hasn't been monetized on YouTube in three years. Right. So, you, and it was like, well, it was fifty million dollars. No, take away twenty five percent of that. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, you're you're talking. That's twelve point five million right off the top. Now yeah. I will. I would do it for. Thirty-seven and a half million. <laughs> oh, I would keep like this show. I'd cut the swear. This would be a clean show, right? And and for thirty-seven mil, but I don't think our listener bases are, are comparable. I mean, look, five hundred, couple million, eh, you know, but it's just zeros at the end. That's the difference. And look. Nice little segue here. If you were part of Mug Club and you were looking for a new place to spend your dollars, you can always go to drivewaybeerspodcast.com slash donate <laughs> where we have buy us a coffee. Yeah. And you can buy us a coffee through PayPal. You can do it monthly. You can do, I think you can do it. It's $2 monthly or $5 monthly if you want to get the grande <laughs> or it's one, two or $5 at a time. And that buys us a coffee for a day. So it's, you can buy us coffee for a month or coffee for a day. We don't send you mugs, so we can't. We're not going to call it Mug Club, but we can call it Coffee Clatch. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> for our, you know, my my wife's Jewish, so we can you know the yeah. Coffee Clatch. You can send signed uh, red Solo cups. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Not a bad idea. Although it probably costs us more in posters than yeah, we get in donations. So <laughs> tell you what, the one that we could do, I'll sign the Solo cup, and I'll put it in the corner. So you'll have like you'll be here with us every time. Exactly, <laughs> it's like you're here. We'll pour one in there for in memory or in honor right. of, the, of the listener. Speaking of pouring one out, let's let's get to the bourbon. Which guest choice, Krishan? You choose which one. Uh, I think I think let's go with the the Buffalo Trace kosher here. It's a a rye recipe, so might be a little bit on a, on the spicy side. I I enjoy it, but I, I enjoy Buffalo Trace overall anyway. So you're trying to turn us off of whiskey with this? No, I think whis- whis- whiskey's <laughs> fine. Um, you know, bourbon's better, but no, whiskey whiskey's fine. So it was fun when we when we did uh, talk in the last episode. Remember how I talked to you? I was talking. You drink yours neat. So typically, if I want to try something new, I try it three ways. Okay. Um, so I try it neat. I try it with a few drops of water um, to kind of open it up some, and then I try it on an ice cube okay. um, to dilute it. And there are some that I like better, like in an old fashioned or some other some other mixer. Some that I I just like neat straight up. But yeah, so I, I I always I always put it on ice, and then <laughs> and then, uh, but I drink it real like real quick. Like I have a sip real quick. Yeah. So it's kind of you know like. I try and get past the initial burn. Like, okay. the initial sip for me. May I use this one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I try and get past the initial sip. So the second sip for me is where I'm going to try and decide whether I like it or not. I'm not sure if you're going to like this one, Alex. That bad, huh? It's got some heat. <laughs> is it is it bad heat, though? No, I enjoy it. So the thing I like with the Knob Creek is, yeah, there's a little bit of That's heat delicious. to it, but, yeah. but there's, uh, but there, there's some flavor to it. Remember, like when we were talking about the old Four Thirty Six, I really like that one because it doesn't burn going down. Like there's no burn to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one knock I had on it was that it didn't have much flavor to it. It, it was, it tasted like a watered down whiskey. So I'm looking forward. Like if this has got some flavor to it, I, I, I'll, I'll probably end up liking it more than I thought. But if it's spicy, it's spicy. I don't know. We're gonna try it out. Yeah. But 
warms the cockles right there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but see, I'm not going to judge on the first one. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, wait a little bit. It, I'll take a second. Let one. it open a little bit. Because I feel like when you, when you take that first sip, it, it's it's just getting your mouth ready for number two. The first one's like it, it's always going to hit you. Like wow, it's a lot of alcohol. <coughs> As I'm coughing, um, like it's. I'm not that dude. Like from the videos, I'm not. I'm not sniffing it. Like, oh yeah, that, that's the stuff right now. I, I, I don't know. This one smells just as much as alcohol as the other ones. I don't know enough about it to go to go. Like, oh, I got a nice this. So my wife works at a. She works part time at a restaurant, like in the summers, and uh, they do wine presentations there. Yeah, and like these <laughs> these idiots, like they take the cork. And they like smell the cork. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to smell the cork. You're supposed to yeah. look at the cork to see if it's going sure bad. It's good, yeah. um, and then they do all this stuff, and it's usually someone trying to impress either like mm-hmm. a client or a girlfriend or an in-law. And it's like you just look like a complete jackass, but nobody else at the table knows that they're doing anything wrong yeah. either. So they're like, "Oh, this guy must know what he's doing because he's like, you know, yeah, sw- smelling the cork and you know, picking Swan. his nose with the with the bottle and you know." Yeah. So I don't I don't pretend to know enough about it. Now with beer, I'll take a nice whiff of it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Remember uh, how we talked about the the cup that we didn't know the name of? You want to yeah. know who texted me the name? Chris oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like I heard I heard the show this morning. <laughs> the, 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 let me see. I, I got I got the text, but I got the receipt. The, the uh, um, oh, I was scrolling. The, it, uh, the fancy whiskey glass is a Glen Cairn. Oh. I don't know okay. if I said that properly, but I'm, it sounded like I did. So, hmm. but it's, they're cool because you can see. I think I, I call it the legs. You know, people look at legs on wine, yeah. women, whatever. Bourbon has has it too, almost like a, a viscosity level. So something that's aged a little bit longer, I think you'll see see kind of heavier okay. legs as, yeah. as you spin spin the glass. But um, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Pull the mic in just a little bit. Yeah, I think we have this problem every time. A little bit. I, here, I just, you can just grab it here and just pull it right out. There we go. Right out. Um, I turned I turned the mic up a little bit, but it doesn't. I want to make sure we're getting you. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it's gonna be like our when we tried to do the last episode, and I decided not to turn the microphones on. So <laughs> we we talked for eight minutes before I'm looking yeah, up. <laughs> I took a look to my right and I was like, oh man, that was our best eight minutes ever. It was great. That was going to be what broke this podcast wide open. That, wide was, open. that was it. That was it. And, uh, it it <laughs> wasn't my first time. We, you know how many great episodes we've had that I didn't click the right button on? Ugh. We, we should have been famous by now. Big famous. We could have gotten that 37 mil from Daily Wire. <sighs> Shoot. Why cut us short? And I for, s- all, I say for, all my, for all my liberal friends out there that would be upset with me if, if we did, I will we'll have a really nice party and you'll enjoy it. So, be honest with you. I I don't think anyone likes us. I think we're we're so far down the middle that we get. I think enough people hate us on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I think when we said like we were in favor of the idea of single payer health care, I think all the entire conservative side was like, "F these guys. These guys. How are we gonna pay for it?" Well, we didn't get into that. (laughs) Like, there was a guy who literally argued with me on our Twitter feed. About that, he costs three hundred and fifty trillion dollars to do Medicare for all. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. It, no, in fact, I mean, it, it, it was the whole thing of I said, 
if it's done right, I said, I don't believe it'll ever be done correctly. That's why I don't because think single payer would anything. Right. Yeah, single payer is never going to work. I like the idea of it. Right. The government's never going to implement it properly, so <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> but that wasn't what we were saying. He was this dude was like, you just you got to be able to pay. Like, bro, bro yeah. like every why is it every time Republicans get in control of Congress, like the House? Now all of a sudden everything's got to fucking everything's got to even out and the debt ceiling actually becomes an issue again. Yeah, it's like get the, it was never an issue. Stop, stop this nonsense. We we already figured out this is monopoly money at this point. Yeah, yes. because they they, they <laughs> printed so real. much of it in the last <laughs> yeah. the last five years. They've just been printing monopoly. Money so and nothing happened. They the I think from twenty twenty until what was the final round of stimulus twenty one. The latest round, I mean, 2008 and nine, you had the the huge investment. Yeah, well, that was all bailing out the banks. So no one, us regular folks, didn't see any of that. Well, no, there were con. There were like there was the whole Aura construction stuff, like the uh, American Reinvestment and Recovery yeah. Act. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, like that was billions. But so twenty, but I, I think it was in twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. Um the United States printed more money than has ever existed in the entire history of mankind. Yeah. Like, like, going all the way back to the Romans. Now, here's the thing, though. we Every time that's happened, no, don't get me wrong, it hasn't happened on this kind of scale, but every time that's happened, hyperinflation has followed in the next five years. Mm-hmm. Now, we're only, what, how many years off are we from that? Two? From barely. Barely. Roughly, barely two? Yeah. Yeah. We, could, we could still see hyperinflation from that. The yeah. problem is, though, I don't... I don't think we will because I don't think any. Now that they're not throwing stimulus checks out to people, yeah, people aren't spending like they were. And if they are, I mean, we we're already seeing the inflation part. Mm-hmm. But I think people are. I still, I still think people are shell shocked from two thousand eight. Like, I always equate that to that's our generation's the Great Depression. Like from when my my grandparents, they saved all their money. Like, yeah. even when they could afford stuff, they only bought what they needed. They drove a, I mean, my grandmother drove a Toyota Corolla for 25 years. Oh, I'm driving that Sienna until the wheels fall off of yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, but like, that, I mean, they had pensions and, and, and bank accounts and everything was like, the house was paid, everything was paid off, but they like, they wouldn't get rid of the Corolla. They wouldn't get rid of, like, they just kept things that worked. Yeah. And I think that was from the Great Depression for them and yeah. for us that 07, 08, 09 and, and beyond. I think that was our era of it and it kind of taught our generation like, oh, okay. You know, I, it, bankruptcies are a real thing. Yeah. My house can get it, it, the foreclosure issues and all. I mean, you're talking cars repoed. So I, I think that's kind of shell shocked our generation into not hoarding money, but I think we're a little bit we're better with money than probably our parents generation might've been to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think people right now, and I'm not saying all people, I'm just saying you probably have a group of people that are kind of hoarding some cash right now, just because they see the inflation coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping what happens is you won't get the hyperinflation because some people aren't just going to go on spending sprees. But, I mean, right now, I mean, there's a shortage of buyers for housing and cars. Yeah. And and I, I, mostly because car prices are outrageous, but car prices are coming down. House prices are starting to come down. 
even with mortgage prices, they're the lowest they've been in. Uh, the, the mortgage rates are the lowest they've been in a month. They have the lowest originations this past week than they have in the entire month. Yeah. And and so I think they're going to lower mortgage rates again. So if you're thinking about buying a house, hold up for like maybe another month. You might see Buddy some of mine rates. just closed yesterday. Wow. <laughs> so he probably closed at the peak. <laughs> well, the good thing about locking in a rate, if the rates go down, you, you can, can get the down. new lower rate. Yeah. yeah. It, it, the reason why you lock in a rate is just in case they go up. Yeah. But he could, he probably, even if he locked in a rate, and even if he paid like 500 bucks to lock it in, if he, he got a, I think in 30 days, it went down like almost an entire point. Mm-hmm. I mean, he probably took advantage of that. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, I don't know how we got here from the is power that, Is that why people are slapping the shit out right. of each other? <laughs> there we go. Check well, I, I got one more. Oh, by all means. Because we said shortages. So I'm going to put my conspiracy hat on for a minute. <laughs> so do two airplanes crashed into two separate food production plants? When? Over the last couple of weeks. Two different airplanes. Crashed. In this country? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they they killed all those those egg-laying he- the, the the hens that lay eggs. They, like 57 million of them because they had avian flu. I didn't hear about any of this. Oh, you didn't hear about And then... This is, this is all news to I've me. heard about the, the bird flu. But then a chicken coop caught off a, a, one of the largest egg-producing plants in the country caught on fire, and another uh, 300,000 chickens died. Gee, is that why they're saying eggs are going to go to $7 a dozen? Yeah. I was at Trader Joe's last week, or this last weekend. Last Wednesday. So as we go, seven days ago, it was only four dollars fifty cents. No, I eat like they're so, usually like two fifty, but I mean, still, I didn't think it wasn't seven dollars. So I go to Sam's Club and I buy my eggs in the the big uh, box, the triple stack. Yeah, yeah, it's like I think it's got like seven dozen eggs in there. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I buy my eggs. Yeah. So, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, mm, coincidence. But then I'm thinking about like when they're putting out the fire at the chicken coop. Like, is everyone hungry? Like, does it smell like, like chicken barbecue? Like, man, like fireman's like, how are you doing, man? You go, you go to that husband. Yeah, man, I can go for some Chick Fil A. Does not as that I mean? This is gonna be real morbid. But does that go from like Goshen Goshen uh, Farms to Tyson Foods at that point? <laughs> like, does that become a chicken nugget farm now? Like, well, they're already baking. Might as well put, might as well flash freeze them and put them in a bag. It's Sam's Club's rotisserie chicken. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I think they're still ahead. Of, don't worry about it. <laughs> Speaking of the rotisserie chicken, we're never gonna get to the fucking power slap. But um, the the rotisserie chickens at Costco. So they were five ninety nine, which is about the price of the grocery store. Mm-hmm. The chicken was, I'd say, a good chicken and a half bigger than the one I would get at the grocery store around yeah. the corner. We were sur- we were surprised. I was like, felt like we were getting a little cheated from the grocery store. So I was at I was at Sam's Club. There was a line for those things. I saw that the other day for the chickens yeah. for the rotisserie chickens. Now look, they're okay. Now. I'm not waiting in line for one though. No. It's not that good. <laughs> I wait in line for like Peruvian chicken, like pollo a la brasa. I'll mm-hmm. wait in line for that, but I'm not waiting in line for regular rotisserie chicken. But like they're pulling them off, and there's like all of a sudden people start rushing over their carts. I'm like, what's going on over here? Like they're waiting in line for the fresh chickens. I'm like you, you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeez. Like, but you can't find chicken thighs there. It's really been 
really didn't bother me because I switched Costco. over to chicken thighs. Costco's, they've had them. Boneless, skinless, I can get them. I'm just gonna, actually, maybe I should go buy them and put them on the black market. Yeah. And eggs. Get that chicken money. And eggs. And yeah. eggs. I would get, get a chicken coop get the put in my dozen. backyard. No. Just, all the apocalypse people, they're saying, like, they got the, for people that listen to, like, Tim Pool's podcast, the Tim Cast, he talks about, like, Getting yourself chickens and I want all the time. I've want, have you ever had a fresh egg? Yeah, I had a neighbor who had chickens once, and they would get out, and you know I'm not I'm not from the country, so <laughs> there would be a chicken in my driveway, and and I'm like why why is there a chicken in my driveway? So I knocked on her door once and I said hey your your chicken's out, and she says oh you can just pick it. <laughs> pick her up and put her in the yard and i said i pick up chicken from the store not from from my driveway come get your chicken i'm not picking up your beast i'm not picking up your chicken they're pretty docile chickens here's the let's see a chicken eat a mouse no but yo if anyone ever told me to pick up a chicken i look at him like sideways like you think i'm gonna be able to catch a chicken that's number one yeah Yeah. how am i gonna catch this they're fast i'm not gonna be able to catch chicken like i don't know and all the predators (laughs) You got to deal with the foxes coming after your chickens. Yeah. So you got to have the coop. You got to electrify the coop. But they have the chicken train, don't they? You ever heard of, the, you ever heard of those? Where like the chickens <laughs> can move, like they move the coop. Oh, so to keep the... To keep it moving, yeah. yeah. So they keep the ground fresh and the stuff. People who have chickens, like they don't have ticks in their yard. Oh, yeah. They eat all the... Bo- they eat like... Or mosquitoes, yeah. I think, too. Yeah. Your neighbors will want to shoot you if you get a rooster, though. I'm not getting. I'm. I just want a chicken. Don't you need a? You need a rooster, don't you? I don't think so. No, they they'll lay without the rooster. But don't you need the rooster to keep them like horny? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> keep them primed. Hey. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they produce the egg if there's no rooster around. Uh, like get them all excited. I think, I think women menstruate whether a man's around or yeah. not. It's just that we're, ta- we're talking about chickens and hens. We're not talking about women. What is the egg? They're female chickens. I don't know. We need look. <laughs> we probably should if we're gonna go this now we should we need like a chicken expert we need a chicken expert yeah. Yeah. so if you are a chicken expert and would like to be on the show please contact us at contact at com. well i'm gonna buy chickens and the coop will the hoa let us have chickens no i, I am no I longer on the board them. just to say no <laughs> not when you had all these farm fresh eggs right <laughs> no, I mean, apparently like how many do you think you get out of time I'd, though i'd be greasing the wheels over at Christian's house <laughs> with the eggs it's like an egg a day out of these hens, I think. I think somebody get four out. Really? Yeah. Mm. A buddy of mine had chickens, and he had so many eggs. So he's like, "Hey, bring in a uh, to work." He says, "Bring in a um, a carton of an empty egg carton, and I'll fill it up with eggs for you." So cool. So I bring the next day. I bring it in. He takes it. The day after that, he brings me back. The thing like two days later, he's like, "Hey, you need more eggs?" I was like, "No, I, I you just gave me 18. Oh well, I got more. Let me know when you need them. <laughs> so, I guess, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, no, Google says egg-laying chickens lay up to one egg per day at their peak. So at peak fertility, right? So I have twelve. One, of them. one so egg, I get a dozen a day. Right. Then you get a dozen a day. Right. Yeah. But they're not laying. You said they lay four a day. Whatever. Come on, man. You have four chickens. <laughs> you want you want, the, you want the super chicken? Yeah. <laughs> you want that? But I, I eat like four eggs for breakfast every morning. So if you, you got to get twelve chickens to get your dozen a day, yeah, or four or four hens. If you got three boys, yeah, they're gonna be house and eggs when they're older, right? You yeah. know, try to get swole. They have to go raw eggs and 
yeah, knock it back. Protein like, shakes, like, yeah. like this whiskey. Yeah, that we're drinking here. What, so this is what is it, Buffalo Trace? What is it called? Uh, it's Buffalo Trace. It's just kosher. Kosher. So, yeah. So for our Jewish friends out there. Yes. Okay. Great. A little mazel tov. Yeah, ma- uh. mazel. Good things. Good <laughs> things. All right. Uh, actually, second sip of this was much better than the first. Yeah. Like this is this was. I thought this was by what you were tr- telling me. I thought it was going to be like super awful on the mouth. It's mm-hmm. it's not. I no, mean, it's really nice. It is spicy though. Don't get me wrong, but I almost prefer this to the old Forester eighty six, and I really like that one. Yeah. I would almost take a little bit of the extra burn that's here for mm. the flavor it brings. Like I feel yeah. like I'm, I feel like I'm drinking something mm. rather than watered down bourbon. Yeah. Um now with that in mind though, I do want to try the old Forester, I believe 1910 and 1890. So they they make an 18 it's 1870, 1890, 1910 and 1920. Yeah. Or old Foresters and then they have the old Forester 86. Those are like their top so aren't there the higher price bottles? I think they're they're a little yeah. bit higher. I mean, mm-hmm. it, if I remember right, the the year ones are about the same price. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just different proofs, but the eighty six is cheaper. Yeah. Um, it wasn't inexpensive though. It was still like thirty two bucks for for a regular seventy seven fifty milliliter bottle. So it's not it's not in the bargain range at all. Like the Knob Creek, I think, was only like twenty five bucks. Yeah. So that's, but that's also a hundred proof. I, I would like to compare that to this, uh, maybe in the next episode, just to see, you know, two. I mean, what, what, what's the proof on this? Uh, let me check this. Uh, ninety-four. Okay, so that'd be ninety-four versus the Knob Creek, which is a hundred. I'd be interested to see the taste difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to that another time. Uh. Power slap because this one is slapping me in the face pretty good right now. Um, I get more talkative as I get a little bit more in me. Uh, this could be the dumbest shit I've ever seen. The power slap. I'm sorry for anyone who hasn't seen it. And I got something. I had well, I had something queued up for TV powered off. Um, I'm gonna pull up the YouTube clip because I don't know if you guys have seen the clip of what stupidity this is. I've seen it, but I haven't like. I don't know a whole lot about it, so it's um, it's basically two dudes or women. It's yeah, slapping two dudes. Yeah. yeah, and and you're putting your chin out there. You can't defend yeah. yourself, and and you straight up get slapped hard. <laughs> like I, we're, like right now we're watching clips of it of dudes just getting knocked out by slaps. I like watching the slow motion where their faces are like distorted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like that. Like this, like this chick, this girl right here. She just did a four roll because she couldn't stand up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this just knocked the dude out cold. But the powder on the hand. Right, right. Because that, you know. Look at him. Out, cold. Like, they got a dude behind you ready to catch you. Why? Did he have a cushion behind Jesus. his ass? <laughs> now, that being said, would I watch it? I don't know. We just did. Right. I mean, do I, do I want to see Dana White's full production behind it? Getting to know this guy who's about to be knocked out in five seconds? Probably so not. How, so that's the thing. Like, So I look at this. First of all, you know people are betting on it. Of course. Because people will bet on anything. <laughs> um, and then, just, I'm like, what? The round lasts 
I mean, it's a slap, right? Yep. So you watch it, and you're thinking to yourself, like, how much fluff can they put into this to make it last? Like, how long is a is one of the MMA fights? Hours. But there's several fights. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you have a, a pre, prelim card, a prelim card, and then the main card. Each card has about five fights on it. So you're yeah. talking about 15 fights. Right. But those are like legit fights. Well, yeah, but someone could defend themselves. Yeah, yeah. These dudes, it's one slap and you're out. Like, yeah. If you, if it's a flip a coin to see who goes first, why well, just flip the coin? Right, right. I mean, at that point, you know who won. So I was trying to fi- trying to read up to just kind of study up on this. So this, when I after I was cleaning up the dishes for dinner, I'm watching some of the videos, and they had um, Dana White's on there, all jacked. <laughs> And then he's, they're talking about this dude from Missouri who's like never lost. And he just walks out, but he's like not an athlete, really. He's like yeah. this kind of like dumpy looking dude <laughs> that comes out. And I mean, he looks about like half inbred, you know? <laughs> about half. <laughs> <laughs> What's full? Yeah. I love how you get a percentage for it. Yeah. yeah. 50%. Yeah, full like full. That's like web feet. Like, my, my inbred meter is fifty percent. I'm looking at this dude, and I'm thinking to myself, "This is so." I went to college in York, PA, and like the college was mostly it was all like kids from Maryland, New York, and New Jersey, and Philadelphia. Like that's pretty much who went there. Mm-hmm. But then you'd get out away from like the campus, and you'd have the townies, and like this looked like some townie stuff, you know. <laughs> Like you go to like one of the bars, like oh, let's we're tired of the college parties. Let's like go to a bar, like you know, away from campus, and you get there, and you're like, hmm, we should probably go back. Right. They got tired of tipping cows, so they started <laughs> yeah. slapping, slapping right. each other. You walk into the bar, and you're like, mm, we don't belong here. <laughs> yeah. but, um, I wonder what the training is though. Like, how do you, how do you train and prepare? A lot of core work. Yeah. <laughs> well, this guy from Missouri. I think he spent most of his time drinking beer. Right. Well, I didn't say what kind of core work. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it goes to the core. Like 12 ounce mm. curls gets to the core. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, what, how do you train to like get smacked? Like, do you let people slap you in the face? Right. I mean, I guess you could work on like, you work on the core, you work on your rotation to get the, the slapping part down. But what do you do to like get your jaw ready? Yeah. Because for anyone who has just, Please go on YouTube. You can stop the podcast right here. Come back, but go on YouTube and just and just search into YouTube Dana White power slap to see. Like this is not like oh, eh, oh you know it, you're not spanking your girlfriend's ass. Yeah. This is this is is basically a punch because you're using the palm, like the bony part of your palm, to. And you're hitting behind, right behind the jaw. Like, it's like you have a free shot to hit someone right on the button every time. And, I mean, with enough torque, you're basically dislocating someone's jaw. I mean, in, the amount, in that clip, we saw probably three people get knocked yeah. out. Like, out, out. Like, not, get, like, not getting up. Yeah. You can, you obviously can't train your train your jaw to take that. You either can or you can't, right? Right. But then you know there's there's you know some some research and some some people have hypothesizing that 
the more shots you take to the head, the less you're able to take. Well, like so to a tongue of Iloa. Yeah. My man, I'm surprised he can walk. Yeah. After the shot. I mean, he, he had that fencing maneuver up. Yeah. Yeah. Like That was scary. Yes. Yeah. Like, you need to stop playing football. Like, they're talking about him coming back next year. Stop. No, stop. I, th- I think he should be done. He needs to be. Yeah. Like, you got three concussions in a year. You are now prone to them. Mm-hmm. Stop. Yeah. I mean, who was it? Who was it? Was it a Pittsburgh? Was it Neil O'Donnell who also had like the? I, I can't remember the quarterback, and they kept trotting him out there. And I mean, this is one of those things where like, don't call it power slide. Just call it Dana White's power CTE. Like, yeah. just call this what it is. <laughs> yeah, you because you're gonna have CTE if you if you got three three bouts CTE for done. the everyday man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I I don't understand what. Like, are people that that in need of their fifteen minutes of fame that they're gonna let someone just slap them like that? After I think you go and you see like like oh this dude's never been defeated. He's going to knock you out. He hasn't lost the <laughs> coin flip to go second. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> like this dude, if you if you take it, you're going to get knocked out. Why would you? Okay, like. And people joke like, "Oh man, you give me the loser's purse, I'll get in the ring with whoever." But that's like one time. <laughs> yeah, that's one time. Do you, do you know what the what the if you're not the main event on a UFC card? Do you know what they're getting? Like when they when they list fighter pay for like the pre prelims or the prelims, mm-hmm. which is probably similar to what these dudes are getting paid. Oh, those dudes are barely getting money to get there. It's ten G's. Yeah, you're getting ten G's to to basically scramble your brains. Yeah, for this. And that's if they're getting paid ten grand. Yeah, I, I I'd say the highest dude, and how he became the highest dude, I will have no fucking clue. Twenty grand. Yeah. Oh, we'll put you on TV. You can make your money that way. I mean, I mean, that's coming from three guys talking to a microphone. But we might. I mean, we've said this from day one. We might be the only people talking into a microphone that never want to be famous. Right. A guy. If no one knows who I am great yeah i like obscurity i love it if if, what was the the old joke was like we were gonna do video on this yeah we ain't there's no video coming to this no No, i mean not i should never say never i'll justin bieber it and never say never but you know for the for you ladies out there that's a nice little (laughs) drop little name drop for the for the believers if you will i gotta feel i'm heading toward that like that kind of that teenage, like it's not it's not Justin Bieber anymore. But it's some it's gonna be some other. My dude my house block. is K-pop. There we go. It's probably gonna be that guy. Uh, I'd rather have it be Justin Bieber than K-pop. Mm-hmm. K-pop bothers me. Like they, it's like they're so pretty. They like, got like it's kabuki makeup. Yeah, why is this? So, why are you so smooth? Wait, because it's makeup. Yeah. It's it's like that white kabuki makeup mm-hmm. that they use from like you know, for anyone the who geishas, knows what, the geishas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. 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 Like they're they're trying to make boys look like women a little bit. My kids, they're they're, I think they're out of the K-pop phase now. But they were so into it that they were, you know, translating the songs. So my daughter had a notebook of like Korean words, and she was trying to learn. How, she was teaching herself how to speak Korean so that she could understand the songs. Which I was like, oh, that's hey, hey you're learning something, learning a skill. Yeah, but I mean, I, I kind of hope that my kids go down like. I shouldn't. Even, I don't even. I don't even want to go down this route. But like, the John Mayer wrote. I, I prefer Biggie. 
and Tupac. Right, but that, but those weren't like they, go go old school. But those those yeah. weren't like they, those weren't the teenage the teenage rappers were for girls. Back then it was New Kids on the Block back when Biggie was around. Yeah, my you sister forgot about my, that. My sister didn't yeah. have Biggie like, posters on her wall. No, no, no. <laughs> like yeah. Biggie Biggie and Tupac was mostly for the dudes. And like Junior Mafia, Lil Kim, like those were those were for the for the it guys. Was. Like yeah. the girl, the girls back when I was in high school and stuff, it was New Kids on the Block, and Sync. It, it, it was like the boy bands, little Backstreet Boys, and and, yeah. and then who were the British kids it, it, that were like Harry fi- Styles? Yeah, who, who, what I was that group? One Direction. One Direction. Yes. It, there's always going to be a boy band out there mm-hmm. that these girls are going to gravitate to. In this generation, the generation K-pop. Sure, I hope that phase runs its course because that's just creepy to me. Like. Guys, just be be dudes. Like, be, oh, it's well, huge. It's not going well, anywhere. But if you though. look at if you look back through all of those those the boy bands, right? So let's take it back to. I'm not gonna say the Beatles, but I I mean they were kind of the first. Well, Elvis, Beatles, like yeah, that genre, genre, and kinda. then you know for like our generation, In Sync, Backstreet Boys, the other one, ninety eight degrees. Yeah, let's not leave them out. <laughs> they were all, they're all boys, but they're not threatening, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not masculine men. You had the, so they have a the certain appeal, right? They have the one bad boy, but even the one bad boy like doesn't even have a beard or anything. He like, just wore a cut off shirt, yeah, right, and black leather, right, right? You know what I mean? Like, but I and I think to and you know I could be wrong, but I think to a prepubescent pubescent girl that non-threatening you know like oh they can be my best friend right and all that sort of stuff like that appeals to them and that's why they get so much traction where like they're not gonna be listening like james hetfield from metallica is not getting the same rise out of them because like that's a dude you know what i mean like or you know the guy from uh disturbed <laughs> like right, that guy not that they're gonna listen to that kind of music anyway but <clears throat> it's still like like those are like, you know, they're they're seen with deep voices and there's anger and it's like hyper masculine. Like they're not going to be into that because they they want it to be a boy, but they still want it to be like, oh, this could be my my best friend, right? You know, Maybe. well, even parents though, what aren't parents a little more comfortable? Because you you know these guys are are not eighteen; they're like thirty. Yeah, and, and it's like, oh, okay, my teenage girl, you know, my daughter can can have this poster or, or like yeah. this guy because they're I don't, I, mean, I don't like to say soft but they're soft yeah um <laughs> they, vice they, the fact that it's a 30 year old man that you're right you know your 14 year old is to, yeah. be, to be honest with you and i don't know if you feel the same way i'd rather my daughter date like a soft dude that she can just beat the piss out of like a beta yeah like but like that way, not, beta. <laughs> like, like, like here's like, I know like she she she's not gonna be in trouble with that dude. Yeah, like he's the one in trouble, right? So you want your daughter to be the bad influence on him, kind of. <laughs> you know. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that now that now that's out in the open. But <laughs> you put it that way. Now that I've said it out loud, you know? <laughs> <laughs> at some point, like you. I don't want like I, the weird part is like I don't want I don't want to date someone like me. I'm an asshole. Your future son-in-law is yeah. gonna like listen to these archives one day yeah. and be like, yeah. 
he always liked me. It's like, yeah, because you're soft. Because you're soft. <laughs> hey, dude, the future dude. Yeah, you're soft. <laughs> that's what, look, man, that's why I'm always shaking your hand, saying hi, because I love you so much, because you're soft. <laughs> His handshake was so firm, it hurt my hand every time. You know what? <laughs> Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> <laughs> right. You're, you're two shades away on the testosterone scale yeah. from having tits in it. <laughs> something else. Like, you, my daughter's almost a lesbian because of you. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife's going to hate this. <laughs> Putting it out there anyway, though. <laughs> so, yeah. So, future uh, Alex's son-in-law. It is what it is, man. <laughs> Look, man, they're going to love me. I'm awesome. All right, let's face some facts. <laughs> I'm going to be the worst father-in-law ever. Although, yeah, never mind, I ain't going to say it. All right. Um, so, is there anyone out there? I don't want to say anyone, because, of course, there's going to be someone out there that thinks the slap league thing is going to be great. I'll put it this way, though. Will you watch the first one? No. If you didn't have to pay for it, would you watch the first one? Probably not. I don't watch any of this stuff. No, I don't watch the, I don't you watch don't watch the UFC fights either. Yeah. All right. I will if, like, the, the last UFC fight I watched was at Jim's house, and I fell asleep. Right. <laughs> so, like. See, no, I don't want to out that either. When I watch at a friend's house, because I'm not paying for it, yeah. <laughs> I will watch it. Yeah. Um, I probably I will not pay for this, and I probably wouldn't even follow up to see who won because I so, wouldn't know who it is anyway. So, can these people say they're athletes? No, I'm sorry. Dude. Do they say they're athletes? Probably. Yeah. Esports people say they're athletes. They do. They do. Like that's rough. It is rough. Yeah. Like you got to what? You got to work out your finger for your, for your mouse and the keyboard. The other the other two for the keyboard fingers. Now, that's not an athlete, no man. No. Mathlete, sure. But athlete, uh, so I, so I still follow. I follow my high school on you know whatever social media I have, and you know just to see because like some some of the kids I played with are actually like coaching now, but like I see and like they post like people that are getting scholarships, and like such and such just got a, a scholarship, you know, to be a for esports to university or whatever, and I'm like. They're paying kids to go to college for this crap. Oh yeah, to sit around and play video games. If you here's the thing, it's like the incel scholarship. It's weird though, man. Like the money behind gaming online for views is huge. Yeah, I mean, shit. Twitch is based on it, and and those people. If you, I I've never been on Twitch, but I've seen the views. Oh that my Twitch kid, generates. my kid watches it. The the middle tier Twitch guys blow the youtube guys away yeah. and that's just the, as far as you views. watching someone play a video game yeah and yeah. I, look guilty pleasure i'm not gonna lie there are some guys on youtube that play like backyard baseball on the old nintendo entertainment system it's like probably a 15 20 minute video i've watched the videos <laughs> like i get caught like i because that I, I but i was also the kid so my brother was really good at video games and like we first got the, the the Nintendo Entertainment System, then you got TurboGrafx sixteen, and, and so on and so forth. Like he, he he kept upgrading the system, and I sucked at these games, but I wanted to see what happened, right? Like I couldn't play Super Mario Brothers three, but he could, and he and he beat it in two days. So I watched him play it mm. in person, though. I didn't sit on my couch and watch someone I don't know play it. Yeah, but I watched this dude 
play fucking backyard baseball on Nintendo Entertainment well, System the, on YouTube for 15 minutes. It's the natural progression, because when they were little, they were watching that, what was it, the stupid kid that opened the toys and played with them? Oh, dude, yeah, those like, Dude, I kid, was that kid. The kid makes a lot of money. I know. He makes like yeah. six million. A yeah, year, that kid I think, could right? buy and sell me up the river. That's the adult version. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when, when he's so playing then, the old school video games. That's now me. they transition into this. So like, I sit there and I watch my kid watch a video of a kid playing with a toy that he has. I'm like, dude, you own that toy. It's right there. Yeah. But no, he's watching. Doesn't even want to play with the toy. He wants to watch a kid play with the same toy. Mm-hmm. And then I watch him watch these videos and it's some kid playing Madden mm-hmm. like Broski you got you have you, Madden you have that downstairs you yeah. can play the game and I watch and they do these dumb challenges and what is it about that thing? they all sound the same they're like ah, bro look at that bro and it's, oh, it's, bro. it's so it's bro culture it it's is just, so it's annoying is what it is it's but weird. is it are you able to learn how to play? How to play better by watching them, or is not it not really? Because it's, it's not like, oh, your tennis swing is bad. You could watch this video of someone, yeah, you know, and they're not, they're not, they're not, no, they're not showing you how to do what they're doing. Like they'll kind of walk you through like the play choice. Some of them will, like they'll walk you through the play choice, and, and they'll say, look, this guy's gonna be open if this safety pulls forward, or if this safety drop drops back, the underneath route's gonna be open. But they're not taking through like if they have a running back, they're not saying, "Look, I'm going to spin move here to dodge." It's none of that. Like it doesn't tell you how to work the controller better to be a better player. They'll kind of walk you through some strategy though with them. Okay. But sometimes it's just them talking to the guy they're playing against in the headset. It's just them talking trash. It's Hmm. it's the weird, which to me is annoying as shit. Now I did get caught in up in the unboxing videos. I got a Traeger for Christmas, and uh. I didn't realize I got turned on YouTube to see, you know, what people were doing with it. And two hours later, I was still like in these videos uh, <laughs> watching folks uh, work their trigger. I learned a lot, but it wasn't, you know, I wasn't just watching some dude grill. But uh, <laughs> you watch me grill. I'm just sitting <laughs> in the back porch <laughs> drinking beer. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I, would do. I did watch. This is apparently confessional day for me. There's a YouTube channel. You should be with the therapist and the Buddhist. I should be. <laughs> Listen, Luke's got an open invite to come and do some therapy in this brain because there's a lot going on. I watched two bearded dudes butcher a cow on TV. The bearded butchers? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's an awesome shit. I watch it. <laughs> yeah. Like, All right. This is confessional for everybody then. No, but that's cool. You're learning something. I, I, do, I am learning something. I, I get my that. My kid doesn't learn anything. From watching some idiot go, bro, look at this, bro. Like, he doesn't learn anything from that. Right. It's rotten his brain. But you learn, like, where New York Strip comes from as opposed to where a ribeye comes from. Yeah, but I'm never going to butcher a cow. Like You, you may have to. <laughs> right. They're right. You refer time. back to it. Right. The apocalypse comes out. I may need right. to butcher Right. So when all the chickens are dead because planes crash into them and there's a cow, I you. you can butcher it. And we have our neighborhood cow. Right. Right. I do feel a little bit better about myself that you've said it's okay. Yeah. Right. Why? Uh, it's like when you watch the home improvement shows. Like you're not you're not ripping a wall down. But yeah. guess what? If you have to, you'd be like, hey, I remember watching the Property Brothers rip a wall down. I I, I honestly I've been watch I watch a, a YouTube dude put down like laminate flooring. Yeah. I like, don't I, know. I don't know why. 
But you're like, like, I could do that. Like, oh, yeah, I think I can, but I know I can't. Or I know I don't want to. <laughs> like, the want to is more of yeah. the problem. But, um, <laughs> all right. Speaking of cows and beef and eggs and protein and all this stuff, uh, about time we gave an update on weight loss, or in my case, it's weight gain. So I started off, it was 349 point fuck all. Um, went down to 339 point whatever, and now I'm back up to 346. So I've gained quite a bit of it back. Hmm. And calorie count wise, I've been really good. I've stayed under the 24. The, the app tells me to stay under 2,500, but I've been staying under 2,400 calories a day. Right. I've also been really good about staying away from the carbs. Now, I've stayed under about 80 carbs a day. I think the, the goal is supposed to be like 65, and I try and get down there. But for the most part, I haven't touched over 80 in three three weeks, I'd say now. Um, I am not getting the protein, though. Like, like I'm supposed to hit like 200-something grams of protein. And I'm probably in like 150 range at best. Um. And the fats, I'm, I'm hitting about where I should. I'm, I'm within 10 to 12, 10 to 15 grams of fat every day. Um, so at this point, I'm going to give this still another go for another week. With the, It's not keto because I'm not low enough on carbs to be keto and probably not high enough on protein. The problem is hitting the calories but also hitting the macros at the same time, mm-hmm. that's proven to be quite difficult. Like I can hit two of the macros and the calories or I can hit um, or I can hit calories and none of the ma- like it's I, I've never hit all three macros and the calories in the same day um, so somehow the weights come on I did get I got us the second testosterone shot mm-hmm. the third one I, I got a call but I think I'm going the end of this week you actually go and have them do it I do now, for now, yeah. Okay. Um, it's the, still the 200 milligrams of the testosterone, sippy something, whatever. Testosterone sippionate. Yeah. Um, I got to go this Friday for a glucose test, the glucose tolerance test, which is basically you go drink this sugary drink, and then every hour you get your blood drawn for three hours. Mm-hmm. So I got to go sit in this, this office for three hours, and then I got to do... Uh, I got to go do a poop test for pancreas function, I suppose. Um, and then he should have all the information he needs. The doctor should to figure out what's going on. Um, my thing, like if I do this for another week where I keep my cat, when I keep my carbs under 80, I mean, he might come back and say, look, you got to stay under 60. Maybe those 20 grams of, of carbs make a difference. Um, but I'm four, I'm, I'm a little over four weeks in my greatest weight loss was nine pounds, maybe 10. Mm-hmm. And then I gained about six of that back to me. Water weight alone should have put me down and kept me down 10. So something chemically or chemistry wise, I don't think is still right. Um, as I'm drinking whiskey, right? I mean, I, I haven't been a choir boy. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but calorie count, it, it's, I mean, I was probably taking in like 3,500 calories a day before, at least, right? So that could have led to weight gain. 
So me just being under 2,500 alone should be a calorie deficit. So anyone who thinks calories in, calories out is all the counts. This is probably proof. I mean, unless, unless the number's wrong, unless I was given the wrong number, right? Now I'm, I'm, I'm going based on what an app told me my number should be. Mm-hmm. The app said 2,500 calories. Okay. So that's what I followed. Then initially it worked. Now the doctor might come back and say, look, you got to be under 2,300. And that extra 200 calories a day is the difference. And that could be well it. Um, but yeah, I, I got to figure something out because it was, it's mentally, it, it, it definitely took a toll when I, when I weighed myself Monday morning Oh no! It, and I was back up to 346. It's like, I haven't like, I've basically been altering my entire diet for three pound weight loss mm-hmm. total over a month that, I mean, I'm going to, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm sticking with it. Yeah. But that can be defeating. What is, what is average? So is it like a healthy, healthy pace is what? Five, five pounds a month or it something can, like that? Between one and two pounds a week. Okay. So it, even if I had gotten through the first 30 days and, and had been down eight to 10 pounds, I mean, for someone, my, my weight, the weight loss should have been more significant than two pounds per week. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in the beginning because of water weight loss. That that usually kind of boosts everything. I mean, everyone wants to watch The Biggest Loser. The first week, they lost a ton of weight. Oh, yeah. And it's all water weight. Um, but if I had gone the first 30 days and lost only eight pounds, I still would have thought that was successful. Um, for it to only be closer to like four, it's a little disheartening, especially when I was down 10 and then I gained some of it back. Like It's like, damn, okay, what did I do wrong? Um. So right now, like mentally, I'm like, I, I, I'm lucky like, that we had talked about this before. My my mentality about this has changed. That, you know, I I'm not looking to now go and emotionally eat because of this. Mm. It's the furthest thing from my mind. In fact, emotionally, I want to stop eating and like I want to cut down to like 1,300 calories a day. But I know that'd be horrible. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I'm going to stick with this for another week. And maybe it was just a week. I don't know. That, but yeah, uh, mentally, though, I for anyone, for other people who are out there who go through this, you know, yes, the, the, it, it can mess with you mentally to fluctuate this much, especially in the very beginning. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. So I'm down. I dropped 12 pounds the first week. That's awesome. Like, boom. And the next week, two pounds. And now I'm st- uh, for the last two weeks I've been holding right at like ten to twelve under where I started. But that's awesome for th- yeah. for thirty days. That's awesome. Yeah. But I was hoping to keep dropping ten yeah, pounds. Ten a week. pounds a week. Okay. Now still, I have not been a saint at all. So <laughs> I'm good. I'm really good four days out of the week. So I'm fr- first of all like. Find your worst day. Me, my weekends are terrible because I'm like, woohoo, let's booze, let's eat pizza, let's do whatever, and I just, I kind of go off the rails. And then, so the worst time for me to weigh myself would be Monday because I'm just gonna. The best time for me to weigh myself is Friday morning, so that's what I kind of do. I weigh myself every Friday, and by doing that, I'm giving myself that benefit. And even if it's not a true, like. That's your the the you know if you're if you have like waves mm-hmm. if I'm in the 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 
the bottom of the wave. I, that's what I need to do for my own sanity. So maybe try weighing yourself on Friday morning. Yeah, norm, so normally I do Sunday and Thursday. Okay. Um, Sunday would be not good for me at all. I usually I just, do all right. On the, on the weekends, I usually do all right. You're right, though. I mean, I should probably, mentally-wise, I should probably give my weekend. I, my weekend should be a time for me to have the carbs if I'm going to have get them. It as f- and get that weekend as far in your rearview mirror as you can Yeah, and before you weigh yourself again. And, and the funny part is I don't miss the calories, though. Like I haven't felt I haven't felt hungry, so I can survive on this 25, 23, 2500 calories. That's not the issue for me. It's the the carbs have been the tough part. Like no pizza. Mm-hmm. Like we went up, we went up uh, away for the weekend, and you know the first night everyone gets there, we basically just get a whole bunch of pizzas, and I did not. I got. Uh, basically an antipasta salad with like ham salami some some cheese and it wasn't very much of that but then like greens and tomatoes and cucumbers and all i had a, a i had that salad and about i think i had eight chicken wings i did eat one little square of pizza and for those who knows what Lido's pizza is mm. the squares are tiny it's hard to eat just one and i, I had one with veggies on it <laughs> And that was it. And I walked and I walked away from that pizza, and that pizza stayed in that. It stayed in the refrigerator all weekend, and I did not touch it. So, here's the thing: I love pizza. So for me to make that sacrifice, to not eat that pizza, but not get the reward of not eating that pizza, yeah, is really really disheartening. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm going to give it one more full week with the lower carbs and and see what happens and if it's not working and and this is when me tracking like i didn't track that weekend but i made sure as shit not to eat a ton like for lunches it was like slices of salami and some cheese um and that was it for breakfast i drank coffee i didn't even eat breakfast other than Unless I had uh, uh, Greek yogurt, mm-hmm. and that's got 100 calories in it and no sugar. Are you, like, intermittent fasting or something? Or no. Just avoiding no, breakfast? I, I'm just, well, not necessarily avoiding breakfast. Like, if I'm having breakfast, <coughs> I just don't want to eat carbs. Like, that's my whole okay. my whole thing is trying to be avoid carbs. So, like, in that house, I knew I had uh, the, the pepperoni sticks, uh, the salami sticks, uh, lox, uh and those Greek yogurts, which didn't have sugar in them. So I knew those were safe foods for breakfast. And even with the locks, I didn't put it on bread. I didn't put it on crackers. I literally just took the locks out of it, and I just ate it plain. Um, I think I, I I did have some cheese, though. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe cheese and dairy are not for me. I mean, the doctor did want me to steer, steer away from dairy. He's an anti-dairy person for everybody, though. He doesn't like people... I mean, in that book that uh, he's got me reading, Nature Wants Us to Be Fat, it, it's an anti... It, it doesn't think dairy should be incorporated in your diet. Not mm-hmm. eggs, but like milk and cheese. Um, but I haven't eliminated dairy. So I, I probably had more cheese than I normally would. Um, but there was never a day on that weekend. It was four days. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, 
I didn't I did not go over that 2500 calories so and I, I tried not to have the carbs so like I didn't eat fruit it like it was literally slices of pepperoni for lunch uh, with some cheese and the lox and the yogurt for breakfast and then at dinner time <clears throat> when we went out to dinner I had sea scallops and uh, grits now grits are potatoes um, corn and yeah, I corn. Think, yeah. So but that's still carbs. I mean, because mm-hmm. of the sugar, it, it is a carb. Yeah, it's <laughs> carbs. Um, but that was the only carb I had that day. So, you know, there, there's a there's something going on there, right? But I want to give it another week, so he's got a full month and a week of data to go off of. Um, and we'll we'll maybe we'll just tweak it from there. I mean. Maybe exercise is more important than we're talking about because that's the one thing I have been holding off on. I don't want to do exercise for shit. I'm sorry, I hate it. I I, I don't even want to go for a fucking walk. So I've been really good with with my exercise, but um, the problem is I'm I'm doing a lot of lifting. Okay, yeah. I love to lift, and I get into arguments with people, and they're like. Oh, you know, you need to you need to get on the treadmill and run. No, I'm going to hurt myself. I, I don't need to be. All this weight doesn't need to be coming down on my joints. It, it hurts. No, I do have a that, yeah. people that are this this big. They don't. No, I have a Peloton, so I've been riding that and then lifting. The problem is, it's making me hungry all the time because I'm I'm burning more. And the thing people say, oh, you want to have a high metabolism? Yeah, you want to have a high metabolism, but the trade off with the high metabolism is you're going to eat. To, to fill that void up, your body saying, "Give me more food." So, um, I don't think I've been lifting enough to like actually show like, "Oh, you're gaining weight." Like, there's gains. gains. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I've been lifting to that extent yet. But the thing is, like, everything feels harder, not as squishy anymore. You know, like mm-hmm. starting to see those results, and that could all just be from a from a pump too. But still, it's nice. The, the wife like, like goes and grabs her. I was like, ooh, what's that? You know? That's called a tricep. <laughs> a big one. <laughs> but at some point, though, you got to hope that that additional muscle burns some fat. So, yeah, muscle muscle metabolizes at rest. You know, and when lifting, especially when you get into hyp- uh, hypertrophy, when you're actually building muscle, like, your body needs that energy to... And I've always said, I don't care if, if I weighed 500 pounds but was, you know, 8% body fat, I'd be good with that. Yes. I probably couldn't walk through a door the right way. <laughs> but, but again, we talked about this. How many 500 pound muscle, not muscle many. bound dudes yeah, not many. do you yeah. see at 70 years old yeah. or 75 years old? What, Arnold? Yeah. Even, even guys like Arnold lost a ton of weight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Arnold's not carrying the weight that he used to. God, no. And I, I think, though, that what you, when it comes, you have to find something that you will do. Because you could have the top trainer in the world develop the best exercise program in the world, but if you don't do it, it's worthless. But if you will go and do 30 minutes total walking a day, not 30 minutes at one time, but like three sets of 10, Mm -hmm. and you'll do that, that's better than the best program in the world that you don't do. So it's just finding something that you'll... It's some some movement. A few, few, not a few years ago now, it's probably been like five years ago. I did. I did a program. I wanted to just change how one how I ate and and drop drop some some weight. So I did a 
I think it was an eight week, twelve week program. One that uh, the calories at the beginning were way too low. I think I was at like sixteen hundred calories <laughs> a day. I was I was starving mm. um, with exercise in there. So at the end, I dropped and I only dropped like seventeen pounds at the end of twelve weeks, which I was like that. This was way too much sacrifice for, um, at least in my mind, for the amount of weight that I lost. But the the movement part was huge in in all of it because like I think I think it was more about me exercising than than eating. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's got to be the next step. Is like you just got to suck it up and go just take a walk, even yeah. if it's not a big walk. Go, if it's five minutes, fuck it, it's five minutes. Just to, just to move my arms and legs and and do yeah. whatever. I mean, who knows? I mean, like I said, one more week with just the diet or not dieting, new eating regimen, whatever you want to call it. You can join a one guy that's been walking the neighborhood for the last three years. There's a lot of them. There's, yeah. there's quite a few. I mean, shoot, you got. I don't want to name names, but yeah. uh, Jared's neighbor, the guy across the street. Yeah, he he walks every morning. Uh, shoot, even Jim. Jim mm-hmm. walks his kids to school. I don't yeah. walk my kids to school. I drive them. All. I drive them the short distance in. Um, so so do I. Jim, I mean, Jim drives to the front of the neighborhood and walks from the front of the neighborhood just because he yeah. doesn't walk from. He's got. He'd have to. It's probably double the mileage if he would walk to oh, the yeah. front. And of then the that's just all uphill. Yeah, that sucks. So I walked here tonight. Did you? All yeah. right then. But it's all uphill. Yeah. I hate that stupid hill. I hate hills. I know. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I just walk flat, straight? <laughs> no dumb hills. I need to live in like North Dakota. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Shoot, man, that's why I, I would I would drive to Warner's house when we went to, went to go watch Caps. Yeah, games. well, that thing was. I <laughs> he mean, lived on a ski slope. <laughs> yeah, in, it's in the neighborhood. It's not even out of the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, our neighborhood is like. like I it's think strange I could, with how many hills there are. I can hit his house with a golf ball. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you, you would ha- you literally had to you had to go up a hill and then down the hill and yeah. then get home. Oh yeah, you do. It was really uphill yeah. both ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, for me, it was going to be uphill, uphill, uphill. Three uphills, yeah. just for me to get there, and then three uphills to get back. Forget which that. street has a little uphill? It does a little bit, a mm. little bit. Yeah. So, but that's the update with the weight. Uh, we'll do another one in another two weeks. We'll let you all know. Um, hope you enjoyed the show again. Check out a, a therapist, a Buddhist, and you with Luke Dubois and Zal Ma. Um, for help with your uh, your mental health and, and wellness, which we talk about a lot in this show. Um, we should probably hit that up again sometime soon. We haven't talked about that in a while. Um, but again, like, please like, subscribe, comment, share. Again, let's the, that subscribe button is our currency with you. You you click that subscribe button or the follow button and. And you are free to peruse all of our content. That is our transaction with you. We appreciate you listening. Have a great day. And we'll see you next time.